Hey, you guys, welcome to the Inspiring Souls podcast. This is your host, Riley, and today we have Brooklyn with us. Hey, guys. Perfect. (laughs) Before we deep dive into Brooklyn and what she wants to share with us today, I have a little blurb I wanted to share with you guys. I know we started that just a little bit ago. Refresh your brains, revamp, get ready for the episode. I know it's been a minute. Um, But the little blurb I have for you today is really, really short, but I love, love, love it. It says the instinct to build strong social relationships lies deep within our humanity. Close your eyes. Let that sink in. I'm going to read it to you one more time. The instinct to build strong social relationships lies deep within our humanity. Don't you just love that? I love it. I just love it. I think it's so, I I think it's so relevant. Um, because it's so true. Like we crave that we crave social connections. We crave being with people, all of that fun stuff. Um, and I think it's so important that we take the time to like develop those. Definitely. Those strong social Definitely. connections. Perfect. <laughs> All right. So to get us started with the interview today, we are going to have Brooke um, give us a little intro to who she is. All right. Okay, guys. I'm Brooklyn. I graduated from SEU with my degree in exercise science and now run a full-time photography business. Not even close to what I <laughs> thought I'd be doing with my life, but here we are. Um, ran track at SEU. Um, yeah. Care about my fitness, care about health, all the things. All the things. But kind of Heck fun. yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you said, P.S., before we deep dive into Brooke, <laughs> let me just give some context here. Brooke is one of my very, very best friends. Um, I don't know why we haven't had her on the podcast up until this point. Silly of me. <laughs> this is my day one. Super silly. <laughs> um, we have been through hell and back together. Definitely. Um, so I know I've mentioned it before. Sometimes it's a little trickier for me to do interviews for people that I know super well, but I know Brooke literally is such a rock star and I'm so excited <laughs> for just a little blurb she's going to share with you today. Um, so there's some context if we say something that you're like, you didn't talk about you that. What are you talking about? Yeah. Love that. That's why. Is because we just we just we know. know each other. Um, but you said your business, your photography business, is not how you thought you would end up. Yeah. What's the story behind that? So I kind of started taking pictures my senior year in high school, but I like I was sports. I was full into sports. I was running, I was doing soccer, like that was who I was, and I was fully committed to that. And like college came around and I still love taking pictures, but I was running track in college. I was busy. I was trying to adapt to moving outside of St. George and everything, like all that fun stuff. But then COVID hit and I was like, I literally have nothing. Mm-hmm. I have nothing else to do with my life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to take it serious. Like, I'm just going to learn more. Like, it's a hobby I like doing. Like, I mean, COVID, I think, brought out a lot of hobbies and everyone and like showed yeah. people what they really cared about um, at the end of the day. But yeah, I started doing that. And then I like started getting a few clients then people were blowing up my Instagram and I was like oh I could actually do this and it kind of happened out of nowhere where I was like I want to put everything into this yeah and so now it's something that I'm like super passionate about and like I still love exercise science like I love coaching and I love um being a part of sports but it's definitely different yeah definitely different they're but totally different worlds yeah they're not even <laughs> not even close not to the even same. same realm I tried to mesh the two doing sports photography but here we are. <laughs> Love that for you. Um, so what is it that draws you to photography? Like, why was that? Like you said, COVID brought out a lot of hobbies for people. Why was that the thing that you were just drawn to? I've always been like 
obsessed with pictures you know that though yeah. like in high school yeah. I was always the one that was like we have to take pictures we have to remember this like we have to have all these memories like yeah and even during COVID like I made tons of scrapbooks I felt like an old lady yeah. I was making tons of scrapbooks to like remember everything and like the most important part to me was like how I could feel like different memories from pictures and I think mm -hmm. that's what draws me to photography especially wedding photography like yeah I get to be a part of like the happiest day of your entire life and I get yeah. to capture that and I get to like help you remember those days in like the most raw way I can and it's so rewarding yeah and so that's something that I've just that keeps me going with I love that. running my own business and all the fun things I love that that's so, so fun <laughs> it's I think it's so crazy that we live in a time that you can document a memory like that oh like before I mean you can journal like all of that but like you can't bring back what that looked like like and the way that like technology is now too like the way that I get to capture it is so different than like you can even like a picture is worth a thousand words like you somebody's gonna look at those pictures in 10-15 years and be like man I'm happy mm -hmm. like these are days that I prayed you know what I mean days yeah. that I prayed for and like all these things like I just get to capture the happiest moments of people's lives and yeah. even like the unhappy ones like the raw unreal ones like family pictures mm -hmm. you don't see the kids crying in the background you don't see the yeah. stress of a mom but you get those moments where it's like oh this is worth it yeah you know what I mean yeah so I love that all the fun things that's so fun what are some of your goals plans upcoming stuff for your photography so I'm actually moving up to northern Utah probably around the Orem area um all of my weddings have been up there so it just like kind of made sense and like fell into place when I'd prayed about it it was just like yeah this is what you need to do and like that's kind of the steps that I've been taking is I'm moving up north I bought a ton of new gear mm -hmm. I've invested in education things like I just realized the more you invest you the more you invest in yourself the more people are going to invest in you and that's kind of just like Love that. that's that's how it is I feel like with any yeah. aspect of your life and can be applied to anything yeah I love that um Okay, so that is, like, your business stuff, all of that. So you picked that up during COVID. You were also going to college at that time. Yes. And you were a college athlete. Yes. So how was juggling all of that? How was being a college athlete? Oh, yeah. Give us the rundown. Man, I am very grateful that I did track. I think track was, like, a perfect one for me because you can't run for six hours. Like, football has things going all day. Yeah. Soccer has things going all day. Like, track was giving me a good enough balance to where like, yeah, I'm going to have four hours of practice things that I'm going to do. But then like I have a team supporting me who mm -hmm. we go do homework together. We go literally like the track team becomes your family. And like yeah. some of my closest friends are on the track team or yeah. like we're on the track team that I'm still in contact with. Like I'm probably going to go up North and live with one of my friends yeah. who I was on the track team with just because we got so close because of that. And I think that if you don't have a good team atmosphere, it makes it way harder because it is overwhelming. You're doing a lot of things. You're expected to do a lot of things. You're expected to stay on top of your homework. You're expected to do all these things when like college is a choice and like running is yeah. a choice at that point. High school you had to do and college is like, you're kind of just doing this because yeah. you want to. It's on you. Do you want to? But yeah, you do, you know? Yeah. So that's, I think that was the trickiest part was like finding ways to balance out like it's time management. Mm -hmm. It's huge. And so learning that actually helped me in a ton in my business and a ton in like growing as a person as I've gotten older and everything yeah. too. So it's very interesting. Yeah. Do you, how do you feel like you learned time management? Was it trial and error? Was it like, crap, I got to figure this out or I'm not going to make it? Oh, what was man. that like? 
Oh man, tons of trial and error. I'm very old school, I realized. So I have a yearly calendar, I have a weekly planner, and I have a daily planner. And I have to have all of those filled out at the beginning of the week or like at the beginning of the month, I have to have them all filled out so mm. I know exactly what I'm doing. Um, and like the daily planner one, I think is the most important one because I'm like, here are the things that I need to do to keep myself sane Yeah. and keep myself like mentally healthy, like physically healthy, like keeping me on the right track so that like I can set myself up for success yeah. by doing those things. Like you're setting yourself up for success. And if you think about it that way, it's yeah. helped me be like, oh, you're just doing this because you want to be better. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's not because you have to make your bed every day. Yeah. Like, it's your steps. Because you want to feel accomplished. You want to do this. Like you want to feel better about your life. Yeah. And so I think having motivation, like having yourself be motivation instead of anything else mm. is like so important. Yeah. Learning to like rely on yourself and know that you can do that. That's insane. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I love that. I love it. Because that bleeds into everything that you do. Everything. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So, so I know because I know you that <laughs> like through track and not even track in general, but life, you had a few things that were unexpected come. Definitely. You had some setbacks, things that were pretty frustrating in that realm. Um, how well, if you can list some of them, cause our listeners don't know them. <laughs> um, and how, how did you kind of overcome those things? Definitely, definitely. Um, so I've had, I had multiple injuries in my track career. It wasn't smooth sailing. I had one good year of track and I can confidently say that. Love that. <laughs> and that's probably the most frustrating part about college sports too is like, I went from being in high school to being like, I can do anything. Yeah. I've got this. Invincible mentality. Yes. And then you go to college and you're like, I am bottom of the barrel. Yeah. I am just starting out. Like it kind of just all hits you, but so I had a few injuries. Um, I actually got married and divorced um, right after track was over. And like, I was still working at the school cause I did sports photography for SEU as well. Um, and so I don't know if I necessarily like look at them as setbacks anymore mm. because like, and I'm open to talk about any of those things. Yeah. Like I am so open with what has happened to me and like become of me because those things have made me into the person I am today. Like, yeah. because of those things, I'm stronger because of those things, like I know what I want because of those things, yeah. like, because I was injured, like I had to learn how to be patient yeah. and just like enjoy other people's victories. And that was hard for me because yeah. I really, really liked winning. I'm yeah. very competitive. Yeah. <laughs> and so sitting back and being able just to support my people and then like having people support learning how to like rely on people and have people support me during like one of the harder times in my life yeah. when I was getting divorced like you got to just learn how to rely on people and how to be patient and that mm -hmm. was like the two biggest things I think I've learned yeah. through all of it yeah you know? so how do you you said you view those setbacks yeah differently how do you how do you kind of look at those things I view them more as this is gonna sound like corny but I like I view them as lessons like okay I got divorced I'm now moving forward with faith, with strength, with courage, knowing that like I'm making decisions to better myself, better, better my life, like better. I have to look at them positively because if I look at them negatively, then it's gonna, it just sets you up for failure. Like I was saying earlier, yeah. like by converting negative things into positive things, like, and finding the good in those, it's changed how I, how I handle situations now. I love that. Like. There's no, there's 
obviously I'm not fully positive. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be there's, positive all the time. No, no. <laughs> there's that, that toxic aspect of yeah, positivity. No, 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 no. You have to be real. <laughs> I'm not unrealistic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I do think like after letting the crappy go through and like fully like accepting that that was crappy and that's what it is. Like if I don't take anything good from it, then it's a waste. Yeah. Like I just went through a hard thing and then it's like, yeah what is well, it you know all right we're good yeah <laughs> awesome the next crappy thing like <laughs> if you don't take things from what's happening and like recognize those things and it's like yeah it was, it was almost it was almost a waste of like going through hard yeah. things and like bettering yourself yeah I'm all about I'm all about bettering yourself I think that's huge in learning how to be a friend a partner just any relationship I think it oh yeah helps that I agree 100%. Um, So kind of to go along with that, I feel like the thing that I kept thinking about was like, if you sit in that crappy and don't turn it into lesson, then even your mental health to move forward, like you're just stuck. You're you're not going anywhere. You're not moving. Yeah. 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 Did you see that at points or were you able to kind of shift that before you were into those ruts um no that was definitely a during process like there comes a time when you're just so low yeah and you're like (laughs) there's only gonna be up from here like right yeah then something else will happen and you're like okay now now's the time (laughs) now it's now's the time it's going up but I realized like if I didn't just like hey here's what you learned what else are you going to do, but push through it? Like yeah. what, like what else is there to do? Yeah. There's literally no other route. And obviously there's times where I was sobbing and shaking uncontrollably and like having those like anxiety attacks and those like depressive episodes. And like, those are hard and those are so hard. And I love talking about them Yeah. because they make you who you are. But also if you can turn those into positives mm. and like, sh- shake the dust off after one of those and get up and be like, you know what? I got this. Like there's something so powerful in like telling yourself that you can do something. Yeah. And you can push through things. I love that. That's cool. So how, what helps you stand up, shake the dust off, kind of turn those things into, into strength? Um, I do it a lot for my people. Like anyone that knows me, like I'm, I'm all about my people. Like, I've got my circle, I've got my people that I adore and that I love, and, like, they're the reason that I do things. And I, it's, I don't let people into that circle very, very easily. Yeah. Um, and so, if it's going to benefit them, or, or I can help them, and if what I'm doing is going to help them learn mm-hmm. and grow, like, if I can be a stepping stool in that, that's huge. Yeah. That's rewarding for me. And even if I'm not, like, it makes me better. Like, yeah. it's a win-win situation anyway. Yeah. Um, but... I love nothing more than like helping my people. Yeah. My circle. I love that. So, Okay. I keep thinking about this and I don't know if you remember this, but I'm so ready when we, <laughs> when we're talking about mental health, we're talking about lows, we're talking about all that stuff back in high school. I was a year, a grade younger than Brooke in high school. Yeah. And back in high school, you all know, <laughs> I mean, if you look back at high school and you just say it was 100% rainbows I call BS you know like 100%. it could be like 90 yeah some people have 90% some people rainbows. Had good high school experiences. like for sure <laughs> but there there was something you know yeah and Brooke and I had this little thing and I think it goes back to like doing it for your people or figuring out your why too yeah where 
because we were in different grades, we had different crowds, but we were always super close. And we had a little emoji and it was a monkey emoji. Do you remember this? Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm serious, people. That monkey emoji saved lives. It meant everything. So that was crazy. That's all we had to send is if one of us was in a low, if one of us was at a point where we, we couldn't, we, We needed at the time we couldn't we couldn't get past where we, we needed were at. The support. Yeah. We needed help. We needed our people. That's all we'd have to send was yeah. literally the little monkey emoji that just sat there. And then the other person receiving the text was like, okay, I got to show up for my person. Yeah. And it wasn't even like we needed to like drive to their house that second. No. Like it was literally like, I can make a phone call. Yeah. I can text you. Yeah. Like, here's what I can give you right now. Like, yeah. The expectation was just like, like, what do you need? Yeah. Yeah. What can I do for you? It was just at that point, it was like a check in like, okay, how are, how are we, moving forward i think that's why we stayed friends for so long oh for genuinely for sure we were there for some of the hardest yeah yeah (laughs) no absolutely but i feel like it goes back to that concept of like your people around you whether that's kind of your why or they're yeah the why you get through something or the help in how you get through something like figuring out who those people are that you can send the monkey emoji to yeah that you can yeah or that are in that circle that you talked about, like, yeah, Kate's tight knit circle. This is what I'm doing it for. Yeah. This is who I'm doing it for sort of thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So find Lip. your monkey emoji people. Find your, find your monkey emoji people. Guys. Find, find <laughs> those people for sure. Oh, uh, I love that. Yeah. Wow. Iconic. That time Iconic. of our lives. I was not ready. I was like, what is she going to say? She's going to pull out something embarrassing from my no, school. No, that's not embarrassing. <laughs> but it was perfect. It, it was, it, it, was it correlated kind of. No, definitely. Yeah. No, that's literally perfect. So I have embarrassing things I could say, but I'm not going to because she would have just oh, as man. many for me. Um, okay, so again, guys, it's hard to interview people you know because there's so many things we could talk about. Literally. Um, we have just a few minutes left, though. Can you believe it's already been that long? Wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> that's literally actually crazy. crazy. Yeah. Um, okay, so what do you feel like with you going through your divorce what do you feel like has or how do you feel like that shaped you and changed you because there's Brooke before and then yeah. there's like you said you've been better this and all that a, stuff this is a different Brooklyn that people are getting this this time around I feel like my divorce shaped me in the ways of like I would not change anything I don't regret anything yeah I would do it all over again if it means that I get to be the person that I am today I love that um but I think it did like give me a sense of like independency mm-hmm. and like almost like unable to rely on people because I like after you're married for so long yeah and then you get divorced like the person that you were with for three years yeah isn't a part of your life anymore yeah and so you go to a place of like I am alone yeah I am yeah. alone as hell yeah. <laughs> here am I I am I'm alone yeah. and that's something I had to learn was like okay, I can be comfortable by myself. I can mm-hmm. be comfortable with who I am. And I think that's been the most like rewarding thing to know that like, I've got me. Yeah. It's me for me yeah. every time. Like I've got this and I know that I can pull myself out of any situation, but then I can also like lean on like my family. My parents have been the number one like supports and helping me like get through this. And it's obviously not like oh man, I'm over it, <laughs> you know, but it's an uphill battle Yeah, and like trying to deal with everything. Like it's an uphill battle, but because I have those people that I can rely on, like if I can't do, if I really can't do it by myself, 
which most of the time, like, I'm like, no, nah, I got it. But if I really <laughs> can't, be. <laughs> they're there. Yeah. And I know that I have yeah. that. And I know that I have, like, my close-knit people that yeah. I can be, like, monkey emoji. Yeah. <laughs> Heads up. Heads up. It's coming. Yeah. So. I love that. I think learning how to be independent, but also relying on people. Yeah. There's a good, healthy balance of finding both, which yeah. I'm still trying to learn. Yeah. I'm not perfect. Yeah. But. Yeah, that's that. the biggest thing. I love that too because it's such like a self-aware eye-opening experience to like really be comfortable with sitting with yourself. Like, okay, it's for hard. anybody that meditates, that God bless you <laughs> because I cannot sit. It gives me it gives me anxiety to sit Literally. and meditate. Literally. Like that's hard to just like yeah. sit with yourself, to sit with your thoughts. Mostly because I think I'm doing it wrong. And so then I'm like, <laughs> I can't let these thoughts go. Anyways, I, no, that's a different tangent. I, I took a meditation class in college, actually. Did you? And it it changed how I... how I. Wait, give us some advice. Oh my gosh. literally I hate it. YouTube videos. Okay. One word. Two words. Two words. YouTube video. Okay. okay. <laughs> two words, YouTube video. I There are a few videos and I can't watch the whole thing still. Yeah. Like, and I have to be... I can't like sit in like the crisscross applesauce. Hands oh, abso- up, absolutely like not. I have to be laying down. Yes. Even though in my meditation class, they said that's actually really good for you to be able to like sit up and... Nope. Breathe. Not going to happen though. I think you're great. <laughs> not me being stubborn as heck. Yeah. I'm like, mm, no, thank you. I will be laying down. Yeah. Yep. But those videos are very like... You can do the ones that are like... That will talk you through it. Or you can do the ones that are just like, here's some soft music. Get yourself to that place. Okay. And I think by the end of the class, I was able to do... Eight minutes of sitting by myself. Beautiful. Without talking. Progress. Just breathing. The first, Progress. The first time it was like 60 seconds. Oh, I was like. Without a doubt. All right. What are we doing next? Yeah. What's up next? Mm-hmm. And I like just learning how to be with yourself and just like let your brain just like shut down is so important. Oh, yeah. It's so important. But so hard. But it's, it takes, I did a whole semester and I'm like, eight minutes, really? <laughs> That's what you got okay. out of it. Eight minutes, buddy. Well, there we go. Hard money got you eight minutes. <laughs> literally so yeah one full semester eight minutes of meditation love that for you that's great (laughs) yeah I but it's such an important lesson to learn though too like I know all the benefits that come from being introspective yeah is that the word yeah yeah um and being like okay with sitting with ourselves and being okay with alone and I feel like that's oftentimes hard in our culture even because we're like go 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 yeah here I am. I, yeah. the next best thing, the next group. What same, are we same with social media though too. Like oh, it yeah. shows that like no one really sees like yeah. all the crappy things. Yeah. And so like they don't, I feel like our generation's definitely been like, okay, what can I do to make sure I look like I'm living my best life always yeah. when that's your best Not life the case. has bad days. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Ooh, I love that. Say that, that was crazy. I can't that was just, really great. You your best life you has bad days. Crazy. I just pulled that. Quote it. Put it on the wall, Straight people. out of my noggin. <laughs> that was beautiful. It's so true, though. Yeah. I feel like we have this, un, at least I do, this unrealistic expectation of what, like, the best, same, the perfect life looks like. The amount know. of times that I've been like, I should post about my bad days on Instagram and just, like, fully, nah. like, not not able to get myself there. Like, yeah. yeah. But you know, so if you hard. did, so many people would relate to that, too. 100%. Like, we relate in our bad. 100%. And I know that I could do it, but at the same time, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so scary. You're like, mm. <laughs> I'll talk to Maybe anyone later. about any of my problems, yeah. but just but social a media, <laughs> absolutely not. That Absol- thing stays. No, I'm good. No. <laughs> I'm good. But yeah, yeah. You get it. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, speaking of social media, with your business being primarily on social media, how do you balance that? Dude, running your business 
isn't even just like a full-time job. It's a 24-7 thing. Oh, yeah. I'm constantly thinking about it. Yeah. I, every day I have to make a post for the Instagram algorithm to like me. I've yeah. been blocked on Facebook for three years. So I haven't been able to post Facebook ads, which has been so detrimental to my business because yeah. I can't like... There's a lot that's of photographers whole, in Utah. There's, and that's a whole nother um, audience to cater to. Yeah. Like... It won't let me put Facebook ads. I can't do which also links to Instagram. So I can't do Instagram ads. I can't do mm. any ads. The only thing I've been able to do is Google ads. And I'm like, I don't even know if this is working. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Google what? Google ads. Who does that? <laughs> what? And so like, it's very frustrating, like having to rely on Instagram and Facebook because I'm like, put me in front of somebody and I'll talk to them. Yeah. I, and then maybe they'll hire me. Like, I feel like yeah. if I could talk to people constantly, I'd be like, I, that, that sounds kind of like a sales bro thing. Actually. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> like I could talk to people and like. I feel like I could sell myself yes. and be like, here's why I think I'd be the best. Well, and a big you. thing for like your business and businesses like that is like who you are. Cause yeah. there are, like you said, there are so many photographers. So yeah. I'm hiring the person that I vibe with or that yes. I really enjoy, yes. you know, that's going to make it fun. Or- Definitely. Well, and listen, I'll, I do all the fun things at weddings. I'll dance. I'll, <laughs> she's I'll, a party. You guys. Yeah. Listen, I got the strobe lights going with my flash. Like, oh, yeah, I love it. But I, there's yeah. just so much, like, there's so much business and I like want to yeah. support everyone and like want everyone to do their thing. But at the same time, I'm like, but you want here's my stuff. business. Yeah. Like yeah. you're, I'm constantly trying to grow it. And like, I want to bring people up with me at the same mm-hmm. time, but it is like a weird, it is a weird dynamic yeah. being in Utah and being a photographer. Every time I tell people, I'm like, yeah, I'm blonde and I'm from Utah and I'm a photographer what's up? Hey, <laughs> hey, my name's Brooke. Do I sound like everyone else? <laughs> Maybe, but here we are. It's me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's a good, it's a good time for sure. But Instagram, like having to rely on it, the worst, Yeah. the literal yeah. worst. And I think that's, yeah, I think that's why photographers hate. I know so many photographers that hate Instagram Yeah, because you have to make Instagram reels. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not putting my face. I can't. Well, I'm not going to go I'm do behind the camera. What are you? <laughs> I'm supposed to be behind the camera. Yeah. That's the whole point. Yeah. I could dress like, I could dress however I wanted and no one would know. Yeah. Because I am behind the camera. Yeah. And so it's very, yeah, it's very interesting learning more and more about business too, of like how to grow it, how to get clientele, like, mm. Because at first I was like, I just love photography. I'm just yeah. going to take pictures. Yeah. And now like my mindset has switched into like, okay, how can I grow my business? How am I going to get more clientele? How am I going to get my name out there? Yeah. Like what are different things I can do? How can I make more things to sell? Like growing it that way has been so rewarding too. Yeah. I love so. that. I love that. Um, in regard to, because I feel like sometimes I have to be off of social media for myself or yeah. do you do that with your business being on social media yeah, okay. I literally have to. If you, I actually feel so bad because people are going to see me repost this onto my Instagram and then I'm just going to ignore 20 messages in my DMs. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I have this is their warning. like 60 unread messages on my phone. Like yeah. it's affected how I view, like even just being on my phone in general. Yeah. Because like I view it as like, if I'm on my phone, I'm probably working. Yeah. Like, and so I'm not going to have time to just respond to everyone. Like, and once you start, where do you stop? Yeah. Like. Yeah. It's just nonstop and my eyes are just in constant strain because yeah. I'm like, you're just looking at a screen all day. Yeah. And so I think like it's given me better perspective into being like, I want to put like my people and my relationships at the forefront. And like, mm-hmm. so I've kind of set office hours for myself. That's what the daily planner I does. I love that. Yeah. Because like, so you boundaries. run your own business. Like 
at first I was like, I'm going to be going all the time. I can do this. Yeah. And like, I got burnout, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so I like put it, my business on the back burner and now I'm trying to like keep building up with it. But it's like, you have to like time management yeah. goes all back yeah. to that. You have to be good at it. Yeah. So, or even just, and boundaries, like and knowing boundaries this is my, huge. these are my work boundaries. I'll respond to you when, um, I'm when in I'm, that time, when like that this time is my, there. this is family time. This is work time. This is, I can give you that. Yeah. 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 I love that. And so. you can probably give more of yourself too, because of those. Definitely. Like, like instead of spreading myself thin, like here's when I'm available for you. Yeah. I think you're great. Like, yeah, it's different when like clients have like actually booked with me and like signed a contract. Cause then like they have my number. Yeah. You text me. I'm texting you back. Yeah. But like if I don't set the boundary of like, okay, I'm just going to answer all my DMs and all my messages mm-hmm. and everything like at any time, it just creates burnout. Oh yeah. So fast. So fast. Yeah. But that's true. I love that. Okay. To wrap up our interview, can you believe it? That's I crazy. Went super fast. Oh my gosh. Um, I, my typical question I ask everybody, who inspires you? And if it's more than one person, what are the characteristics of those people that inspire you? Okay. The first one that came to my head is my dad. Mm-hmm. Like, that's been my number one fan from day one. Like, his yeah. support for other people, his heart, his kindness. Like, how loyal, how dedicated he is. Like, his work ethic. I think all of those qualities are just, like, things that I strive for and yeah. want to be now that I'm, like, kind of just, like, trying to figure out who I am again and, like, yeah. what I want. Like, I want to be someone like my dad. That's my number one. I love that. So fun. Jay, we love you. Jay, we love you. <laughs> Shout out to Jay. <laughs> oh, well, thanks, B. Freaking love you, right? The, the pod today. Um, you guys, she's a rock star. You can just tell from our interview. I know you can. Um, she had so many goodies to share. What was the one? Uh, the best life. Your, has your best bad life guys. has bad days. God bless. We're just going to end with that, you guys. Take you guys that into your week. Two weeks. We shifted the schedule, if you didn't know that. Um, again, kind of like Brooke was saying about boundaries with the phase of life I'm in. Yeah. I want it to be consistent for you guys um, because I love consistency. So we're going to do every other week for an episode. We hope that's okay, that you stick around. Um, but take all the goodies that you listened to today. Take them through the next couple weeks. You guys got it. Your best life has bad days, but it also has really, really good ones too. We love you guys. Have a good week. Love you guys. Bye.